All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. This line of poetry from Isaiah has been eating at me all week as we continue to experience the, the effects of this awful pandemic. Right now, the, the daily death toll is in this country is as bad as it was in April. According to the LA Times, LA County broke records in single day coronavirus cases in four out of five days last week. There were at least 9,200 cases reported in the county just yesterday, with over 205,000 cases reported nationwide. Yesterday, nearly 2,200 people died in the US from the coronavirus. Since the pandemic began, 281,000 people have died in the US. One and a half million people have died worldwide. Beginning at 11.59 p.m. tonight, uh, a new stay-at-home order goes into effect for us here in Southern California. Restaurants will once again be unable to host in-person dining. Gatherings of people from different households will be prohibited. Non-essential travel is banned. Retail stores remain open, but only at 20% capacity. And during all this, people who were already dealing with economic hardship or mental illness will become even more vulnerable. The grass withers, the flower fades. One of the, the difficult truths that the coronavirus keeps shoving in our faces is that we are vulnerable and fragile. It is true that the virus is, is particularly hard on those who are elderly or who have pre-existing medical conditions. But the reality is that even people who are young and healthy have succumbed to this terrible disease. It has ravaged its way across the globe, revealing that no community, no person is immune to its effect. And of course, the difficulties the pandemic imposes on us go beyond just catching the virus. We all must face the strain of the anxiety and the worry, the communal loss and economic difficulty, the, the disappearance of opportunity and connection. We, we miss gathering with friends and family and the people we love. We grieve the absence of simple pleasures or the traditions that have been broken for safety's sake. Our common life strains under the weight of this arduous time, day after day, week after week, month after month. We are vulnerable and fragile. We can try to hide from it. We can try to pretend it's not true, but this time will only let us hide for so long. The distractions wear out. The bravado in the face of illness is no protection. 
the pretending it's all no big deal or overblown can never truly hide the impoverishment we have all faced. And of course, some have faced more impoverishment than others. And of course, it's not just this virus that makes us fragile and vulnerable. This pandemic will end. We will have vaccines. A new normal will emerge on the other side of this. And yet, we will still be vulnerable and fragile. For all we are able to do, for all of the wonders that humankind has accomplished and will accomplish, we will remain and always will be open and exposed. We are much like the grass and the flower of the field. We flourish in our time, however long or short that time may be, but in the end, we all wither and fade. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the poet and prophet we call Isaiah wrote the, the words from today's lesson from the Hebrew scriptures, the people of Judah and Jerusalem were facing an event even more destabilizing than our own current predicament. Jerusalem had been sacked and destroyed by the Babylonians. It lay in ruins. Many of the people had been sent into exile in Babylon or had been forced to flee into Egypt. They faced year upon year of exile, year upon year of loss. What had been was gone and there seemed to be zero possibility of return or recovery. The loss was not just a loss of home or the loss of a way of life, but in fact, the loss of God. The people seemed to have been abandoned and left exposed to a cruel world and a cruel fate. The cries of the people seemed to be met with silence. There seemed to be no one who could intervene or make a difference. All seemed lost. It is into this space, the space of loss, that there comes a cry, a, a proclamation, a promise and a pronouncement, a word, comfort. Oh, comfort my people, says your God. We should not understand this word of comfort as a, as a distant voice of support and solace way out there. It is not a sympathy note from, from one who is absent from the scene. Rather, this pronouncement is, as, as Walter Brueggemann calls it, a word of transformative solidarity and a, and a powerful intervention that creates new possibilities. Despite the, the weariness and the despair of the people, despite the powers that be, God acts in an unexpected and unimaginable way. Forgiveness is promised. Homecoming is promised. God's presence is promised. Isaiah is told to, to bear witness to this pledge. The prophet is to prepare the way. He is to, to lift up the valleys and make low the mountains and hills so the glory of God might be revealed. 
And yet, I believe we hear the prophet push back. I believe that in the face of the command to bear witness and to cry out, we can hear the prophet respond, respond with anxiety and dismay. What shall I cry, says the prophet. Essentially, why bother? After all, the people are like grass and like flowers. They are vulnerable and exposed. They are fragile. They will wither and pass. And in response comes a voice. God's voice, maybe, or the voice of the prophet's own heart. And that voice does not deny the fact that the people were vulnerable and fragile. But that voice does put the fragility into context. The voice proclaims, yes, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. This word of God that pronounces forgiveness, the word of God that welcomes the exile and the lost home, the word of God that says, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. The word of God that declares death has been trampled down by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The word of God that says absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. This word, this word stands forever. This word bids us into faith. This word gives us hope. This word invites us to risk love. And yet this does not mean that the fragility is not real. It does not mean that the diminution is not real, that the, that the loss is not real, that the death is not real. We should not and cannot deny the power and destruction of loss and death. The grass does wither. It does not just seem to wither. The flower fades, that fading is not an illusion. We should not deny the power of loss and death, but we can proclaim with joy that they do not get the last word. They will get their say, but they too are like grass. They too are like the flower of the field. They too will wither and fade but God's word will stand. God's word of forgiveness and homecoming and presence will stand. God's word of love will stand, does stand today and forever. For indeed, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. Amen.